Oh dear. Oh dear. Your mic is not on. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. See how I get recovered from him? We're taking over. We're taking over. I have turned. I have not actually turned your mic off. Oh, there I am. That's weird. It actually turned off. Wimmer's back in the game. See? (laughs) As it feels. The streak of the the intro being fucked up every time. I nailed it, but my mic was off. This, but yeah, what we just got to watch, how <sighs> Whitmer got his groove back. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Today we talk about a lot of interesting stuff. I think we got a... It's like mostly movies. It's mostly talking about movies, but it's talking about movies in the abstract sense. Yeah, trailers. Trailers, how trailers have changed over the years. Yes. And then um, it gets into like racism and civil rights. And, and like, then it uh, leads into that. In the medical field. And Martin yeah. Luther King. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff there. Uh, Christian, you want to start us off? What do you have to plug? Sure. Uh, If you're in the Baltimore area, come get some tickets for my album recording. July 26th and 27th at Baltimore, Joe Squared. Uh, Tickets are $10 each. Uh, You can go to my website, christiandurancomedy.com. The front page, you can buy those tickets. Just click on the front page. That's all you got to do. Get some tickets. It's going to be an amazing show. I've been, uh, you know, getting ready for this my whole life, man. Yeah. <laughs> this, is <my> whole, <laughs> this is my one shot. No, it's going to be getting awesome. ripped for it. Yeah. <laughs> Whit- Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Whitmer's going to be there, and we got some, uh, it's going to be hilarious and uh, a really fun time. So ChristianDuranComedy.com if you want to follow me. Twitter at uh, CDuranDuran and Instagram ChristianDuranDuran. Big uh, Papa Wit. Uh, just follow me on Instagram, Nick underscore Whitmer. Um, I'm shooting more episodes of my cooking show, but it's going to be released in the fall. Oh, nice. So if you want to see it, you got to just follow me. And in, in, oh. I don't post a lot, so like you can tell I'm a friendly follow. You know, I'm not going to bother you. Right. That's uh, an important distinction. Yeah. That like there are some people where you're like, dude, I had to unfollow you. You're posting four times a day. Yeah. That's not fair. And, like, I don't like that's part of the j- comedy job where it's like, oh, we well, gotta you got to tweet and then you got to take a picture of your tweet and you have to put an Instagram. It's yeah. like, okay, is this a part-time job now we have to do as comedians? Can I just So be- much publicizing. I hate it. I Every I hate thought it. you have. Yep. You gotta, I got to get likes for this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Brett, where are you going to be, Check buddy? it out. This weekend, Philadelphia on the 21st and 22nd. Like Philadelphia. Philadelphia, dude, mm. after we take it over. <laughs> yeah. Raven Lounge, go to uh, my Instagram, uh, DM me, or it's also listed on the, the tour dates there. Uh, if you look up on Eventbrite, NYC Comedy Invades, Philadelphia, you shall see it this Friday, the 21st and 22nd of June. That's um, Want to get to the episode? That's it, I believe. All uh, right. Oh, it's uh, anchor.fm slash odeer. I nailed it. Got it. Go to that page um, and give us five stars. Oh, on have a day this No. That's what happens when you get God cocky, guys. damn it. Well, don't look too close to the sun. <laughs> It's anyway, right. next Pla- week. Pledge, pledge, ah, fuck. Um, anyway, guys, just whatever. You guys know what to do. Five stars, please. Yes. Uh, five stars. And uh, if you don't give us five stars, I will find you. I don't know what that means. Uh, anyway, guys, enjoy the show and uh, don't be uh, lame. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That's good advice, right? That's, yeah, that's solid. Yeah, don't be lame. I was going to say gay, but then I was like, oh, that's no. not cool. That might be too oh, hot no. to start an episode. Oh, by the way, we don't have oh, a deer. I was about to say, we didn't have an oh dear in the episode, right? Uh, did no. We? So yeah, we almost not. had one with I, me, but yeah. I, found a, I squirreled out of it. Yeah, gracefully. Um, so maybe I should say something terrible. No. All right. Enjoy the show, guys. Yeah.
This should be the music video for this, for this song. Just us bobbing our heads being the type of podcast. I can't wait until the day in which like you get a little adventurous as a DJ and start doing like effects like the underwater <laughs> one where it's like <laughs> <laughs> well, and so we do have a whole board in front of us if I knew anything about DJ I could be like wicka, wicka, wicka. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know anything about it so one day yeah one day, one when day is... you're gonna get you're gonna get very fucking creative very confident <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Uh, overly I feel like the first DJ who did that was awesome. Oh, we're still getting it. We're getting a little bit. Just a little bit. I faded it out very slowly. <laughs> that was a really gradual yeah, fade. Okay. But yeah, the first DJ who did that, genius. And then it sucked every other time. Yeah. I've never heard a Wicca Wicca and been like, that enhanced the song. <laughs> right. I bet there was like 30 guys. Well, because the first guy who did it was like, holy shit. <laughs> and then yeah. everybody else was like, oh, they're copying Fred. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like after a while, all those guys were like, it's just... It's awesome to do, man. Well, I feel like in the movies, like back when there's record players, anytime someone stopped the party, it'd always be like someone would grab the thing and stop it and be like, yeah. to shut it down. So someone was clearly like, oh, we could use that noise yeah. in a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That had to be where it came from. There was a point in time where it was impossible to not make a comedy movie trailer yeah. without a record <laughs> strap. There was like yeah. at least two decades where every comedy movie trailer had to have a... John Anderson was just a normal guy <laughs> until one day. <laughs> Old movie trailers are so funny because movie trailers now are like seven and a half minutes long. Old movie trailers used to be 38 seconds. Yeah. It used to be like inspirational music and then they would tell you the three actors and then they would be like, John's in big trouble because the new promotion at work. Yeah. 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 Tune into this fall and then that's the fucking... There's, That's the movie trailer. <laughs> there's really no narration in movie trailers anymore, unless they're doing right. it as a joke. You notice yeah. that? Oh yeah. There's no like in a world like right. that's, that's like, that is true. People don't probably don't even know where that's I from now. I think it's because that became a thing we like in pop culture all made fun of was yeah. the in a world guy. Those poor voice actors who are out of work. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I used to be the fucking trailer guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that guy is as rich as Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. He was yeah. in every movie trailer. Now he's fucking on the subway putting his hat out. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was on the in a world where my I have He's no income, like, <laughs> where your job is taken away by really good editors. In a world of financial instability, <laughs> God, one man will rise <laughs> on the D train <laughs> and ask you for money. <laughs> yeah, uh, but trailers now—I mean, they definitely every trailer gives way too much up. I, They're all I, mini movies. Like I, when I, I saw, I knew I wanted to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood already, the new Tarantino yes, movie. Yeah, me too. So I watched the it's first amazing. 35 seconds of the first trailer, and I'm like, okay, I'm not watching another trailer, because I don't Smart. need to see any more. I want. Yeah. I know I want to watch the movie. You're not going to sell me anymore, and all I can do now is fucking ruin it for me, so I just but, but don't watch any more trailer. That's a, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, but like a Tarantino movie, you don't mm. know what's going to happen. Like, if it's a Marvel movie, I know what's going to happen. Like, just because... It's a superhero movie. The good guy has to win at the end, right? Yeah. Like, unless it's Infinity War, which is like, I don't know. You you probably couldn't predict that ending unless you fucking read the comics. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Even then, you know it's going to... If you read the comics, you kind of know how it's going to end. But, like, a Tarantino movie, it's like... It's one dude's brain... Yeah. It, wherever he wrote, if he wrote in a cabin somewhere, you don't know where the fuck that's going. That's true. And his movies yeah. also aren't always told linearly. And, yeah. Uh, Linearly, Ugh. no, one hundred. <laughs> and but also like, 
that movie doesn't need a trailer because I think all of us who are going to see a Tarantino yeah. movie, oh, we're, yeah. we're going to see it. All, and then you hear the, Leo's in it. Yeah. And all you're the, like, Tarantino, the, Leo, we're good. All the trailer has to be is just somebody going, hey, guys, uh, so Tarantino <laughs> has a new movie out. It takes place in Hollywood in the 1960s. Even, and Leonardo DiCaprio's yeah. in it. Brad Pitt's in it. And then that's it. And then you're like, I'm in, dude. Let's go. It's not <laughs> even a fan. It's you. Yeah. It's yeah. not yeah. even yeah. like a famous <laughs> actor. It's a it's white just, background. You don't even have to say in the 60s. He's like, um, there's a Tarantino movie. It's coming out with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. You I feel like her? you have to give them some sort of synopsis, and that just I, very vague. No, no, I don't no, even I think, don't so. think so. I think no, you but hear just those, to, but just to wet people's beak, though, just to be like it has these people in it, and it's about Hollywood in the 1960s, and then people go, "Oh, what's this gonna be?" You wet their beak a little bit. I and don't know. They're gonna buy a ticket. I don't even think you need to do that. You just go like, "All right, uh, David Fincher, the dude who did The Social Network. Okay, it's him and Tom Cruise are doing a movie together." You want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like, like way I'm more in, sold yeah, because what? every trailer goes f- ballistic with the effects and that <laughs> neck, the noises and the beat <laughs> drops. That's an interesting, the, yeah. What's that changes? noise? What's that noise, That by the way? Then, the, then they make that, uh, that fucking long, <laughs> what yeah. is that noise? It's Hans Zimmer. It's he, in every fucking trailer now. It's like, uh, or there'll be a lone piano Or there's key. a siren. Yeah. Like why or, is there a siren? <laughs> or it's a cover of a yeah, oh. like a, a famous cover of like a a weird cover of a famous song. Oh uh, yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah. Like, like a, a brooding cover. Yeah, yeah. like I kiss the girl that I liked it. And you're like, what the fuck? Just to try it. <laughs> and then, it, but it's shots of like a robot army. And you're like, what? Why did they choose Katy Perry's? They think just because it's a wonky choice, we're like, oh, wonky doesn't mean good. Yeah. yeah. Always. I feel like trailers now are literally three act trailers. They go, yes. okay, let's do, yeah. let's show them what's going to happen in the first act the second act and the third act yeah and then they're, they're just give. they're literally 30 more seconds away from spoiling the whole movie for you every yeah. trailer yeah. <laughs> yeah. literally they 30 seconds away from it then somebody says something we got to save the world boom the title comes up and yeah. then after the title they show like whoever the cameo in the movie is oh my god <laughs> johnny depp comes yeah out. like kurt did someone need any assistance yeah. exactly and then credit credits yeah. like if vin diesel died in the first movie in the second the trailer for the <laughs> yeah. second movie he comes like so what are you guys doing <laughs> I know. august 25th <laughs> what's up chumps <laughs> somebody call for a hitman i i don't <laughs> i also i remember when uh when the movie batman versus superman came out yeah, yeah. it was called dawn of justice yeah. And I remember, I think I was with you when we saw it, and Christian just goes, ugh, they just tell you what happens at the end in the title. <laughs> I'm like, that's a good point. I was like, I've never seen a spoiler for a movie in the title. <laughs> Jesus. The Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah I wonder what happened the whole time. <laughs> you're like, don't, yeah, that is, you're, you're so right. They really should have just said Batman versus Superman. Just kidding. They eventually team up <laughs> because it's called Dawn of Justice. So oh, stupid. That's so accurate. Yeah, movie trailers, they, they really, I don't know. I, there was a time where it would just be a 30 second shot. You are right, of just 
Clint Eastwood walking on the horizon. Yeah, I don't which know. is music, dude. If you ever watch trailers from like the seventies and the eighties, dude, these trailers are like eight minutes long, <laughs> yeah. dude. Uh, I don't, yeah. I don't agree I with actually, your point that no, the modern ones are we longer. About, I don't think I, they are. I actually, uh, I, I, I should have said specifically the movie trailers, and I mean it for like the early nineties and stuff. You're right though, because in the seventies, the movie trailers are stupid. They have like yeah. an entire scene of the movie in the movie trailer. Yeah, because I um, think you and I were talking about this. When we were talking about The Graduate the other day. Yeah. Okay. Right? And yeah. we were talking about how like the trailer was like just scenes from the movie, but yeah. you still didn't really know what it was about. But then they yeah. then the voiceover guy's like uh, he introduces every major actor in the movie. Yeah. And then and then and then it like it's a still during the it's like them acting and then it's yeah. a still. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like they, they yeah. do it sometimes at the end of movies where like they The credits and like yeah. John went on to found his Well own. not even that, like they're showing like actual video in the credits of the right. actors and they pause and they put the act like the what's it called? Tottenham the lower third. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it has the, the name. name of the actor. They yeah. do, they used to do that in the movie trailers, where it right. was literally like pause, and it's like Robin Williams, and it's like a still of him yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, the ones in the '60s were so funny, especially for those exploitation films. Like they yeah. parody them a lot in like Grindhouse and like whatever. But they'll be like, "He was a man against the law," dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and it's like really shitty like action scenes of like Charles Bronson shooting a guy with bad posture, and it's like. Uh, and then they went too far. <laughs> I'll get you, O'Connor. <laughs> Charles Bronson in The Man Who Went Too Far. <laughs> Those are the worst title names ever. Like, stupid title names to me are The Man Who Did a Thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think The Boy Who Could Fly is like yeah. the stupidest. What about The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? See, that's good, but that's like. That's the least interesting thing about that woman, though. She's a fucking amazing. And you're I like, know. who cares? It's just a tramp Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a fucking like world There's class a, assassin, yeah, right? Yeah, she yeah. kicks people's head. She's like a hacker. She's brilliant. That's what the so fuck? Funny. We didn't diminish her to her, her worst mistake. Uh, the girl with the bedazzled jeans. <laughs> no, that's not interesting. You are absolutely right. That's, oh, that's so, so funny. funny. It relates to me because we had this. We, Christian and I were in an antique store on our. Uh, <laughs> you guys totally had a date. On our week. <laughs> so we actually Every really time did. I hear more about it, it's like we were holding hands so, in the park. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we had a first kiss under uh, Shady Oaks. But um, beautiful. No, it, 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 something we noted. I it was old. It kind of relates old vinyl co- album covers. It'll have to say the whole project what it is. Now it'll just be. A photo sometimes won't even have the title on it. Mm-hmm. Like it, sometimes final covers are they don't put the band name, especially if it's a big yeah. And it's artist. not it's like not the name of the band, and it's not even a picture of the band. It's just something obscure, like yeah. a mannequin. Yeah, it's and just it's a like, mannequin that has yeah. a, you know a it's red arm ripped arm off and like a, yeah yeah. So, but like in 1960s vinyl covers, it'll be like the Beach Boys return with another fantastic record yeah. <laughs> filled with buzzing sounds. Fun vocals and sure to make for some good times. It's like four sentences yeah. promoting the yeah. album written on it. I All do the love advertising it. was on the cover. All yeah. the ads. It looks like a Reddit stand-up shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's such ads though. Oh man, the we should boys like you've never heard them before <laughs> in polyphonic stereo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I heard like uh, in the Rewatchables podcast, they they did one about Dead Poets Society, and they play play the audio of the trailer, and I'm th- the trailer was like fifty five seconds. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that was so short. <laughs> was it? Was there narration? Yeah, I don't think I've ever of... seen Dead po- Poets. Oh, uh, really? It's good. Yeah. It's a good movie. Totally. You want to hear a random Chris Farley story? <laughs> Chris Farley show. Um, oh, you want to hear a random stray thought I yeah, have? Sure. About just movie making. Film, a uh, video has for sure, obviously, like at least production-wise, gotten more improved. Like the cameras are way nicer. Doesn't necessarily mean it's better to watch, but the cameras are nicer, right? Yeah. Way more HD. Audio, you will watch shit from the forties. You're like, they got good audio. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Audio tech has improved that much. You can, yeah. Am I wrong when uh, well, you watch the, like a fifties movie, whatever Casablanca or whatever you? Um, I th- yeah, I think you got a good point. But the thing is, is like if you hear good audio, if a mo- you only notice audio and when it's bad, mm-hmm. that's the only time. So like, I, it's hard to figure out. But like, I remember we watched a couple in film school. We watched a couple of movies from like the nineteen tens or twenties, and it's <clears throat> fucking dog shit audio. Like that's wow. the hardest thing to watch at seven a.m. in the morning. Yeah, is a movie Judge Priest from nineteen fucking ten, and it's like. <laughs> We yeah. gotta get these black people off our lawns. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Well, I, you know the thing of, too is funny is about there's a kind of a negative perception about the picture was always bad, but the funny thing is is like when it actually aired on TV, like the Honeymooners for example was live. So mm-hmm. in when it aired live in like on the East Coast, it actually had it was black and white, but it was crystal clear. But it was on being filmed on a monitor at the same time. So someone had a camera on the monitor, oh my God, and they were really? filming the monitor so that it could go. T- Play, to play at later times. Oh my god! Like literally, yeah. like a bootleg. Oh, wow. Just dude yeah, takes so, so exactly. Funny. So sometimes when you dude, see really so bad funny. quality, like I love they Lucy, they got it in fucking vertical yeah. and not horizontal. Yeah. It's like shit. It makes it seem like oh, the audio, the video is so bad back then, but it actually wasn't. Wow. It was just they were filming the actual monitor. They didn't have a way a to tr- transmit <laughs> the yeah, the, like broadcast or wow. whatever yeah. to record. Yeah. What a bunch of dumbasses. Yeah. <laughs> like you say, you're like, wow, what a dumbass. But like that was actually the most technological advanced yeah. thing at the time. Yeah. We definitely do nuts. not appreciate how far shit has. Yeah, like I'm know. actually a little envious of people who watch films. Like the first the first just moving pictures. Yeah. I remember there's one you probably learned in film school that's like it's kind of hilarious to think about. There's a it, it was a you know when they had Nickelodeons, like the you give a dime, a yeah. nickel. That's yeah. why it's a Nickelodeon. I think there was one movie. It had no plot. It was just something that was on screen. Yeah, I know. The train. Yes, the train. Yeah, so there's, at the it's station. just a train arriving at the station, and the people in the theater, the t- that's all it is, freaked out yeah. because they thought they were going to get hit and run yeah. over by yeah. a train. Well, so they just flooded out of the yeah. theaters. That's that the thing you forget. The like they had to establish a language. Like yeah. we take it for granted because we just watch movies and we just like take yeah. in the context yeah. of like even it, my mom would be like, oh, they just violated the 360 similar... degree rule. <laughs> 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 or the 180, the yeah. 180 degree rule. Like uh, what, mom? You know that? <laughs> there's yeah. There's a similar story. There was a movie where a guy pointed a gun at the screen and shot, and everybody in the movie theater like was like, oh shit, you shoot a gun. Like, well, that's. Like when they built the Flatiron Building in Manhattan, uh-huh. it was like 1910, and at that time it was like the tallest building in the in the city, and people were afraid to stand next to it because they thought it was gonna fall on top of them. Yeah. When the Brooklyn Bridge got done, everybody was afraid to walk over it because they thought it was gonna fall. Like right. that, no one trusted yeah. anything. So. Remember, just dumb. Well, there there was this. Uh, I remember hearing about this report that when uh, they were coming up with like uh, you know train train whatever train speed <laughs> i don't know how to describe it when they're coming locomotion with locomotion thank you 
Uh, when they were talking, some paper about locomotion. He's like, I'm if surprised. Man- I feel like Wid is like our man. He's like, our- <laughs> Wid, I'm surprised you didn't. You're our resident man on the podcast. <laughs> um, but if uh, someone wrote, if a man goes faster than a horse, like the speed of horses, he will surely perish. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They, yeah. No <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's really, they thought your skin would fall yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Or something. Right. It's yeah. just so dumb. Yeah. And everybody, then, like, thank thought God that. for the Nazis because we learned <laughs> <so. laughs> We got over that real quick. Uh, Which to me is like, the next stage of that is just like anti-vaxxers or like anybody who's afraid well, that, of like... That, yeah, I think that's what's so funny is that like there's always been a resistance to technology, but I don't know if it's ever been a time where like people started going backwards on purpose. Yeah. And I think we're getting to that time now where life has just become so amazing that they're like, well, let's just stop taking the medicine and see right. what happens. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> right. I think it's just like they had a, obviously an absence of information. Yeah. And we have such a glut of information that anyone can create information. Right. And it's publishable, and it can even look good, and all that. So, and we've also adopted this idea where we have to respect everyone's, yeah, uh, a, not even a, I guess opinion, but like it yeah. started with beliefs. Like right. to me, it started in like the 2004 where we were like, we have to respect everyone's beliefs, no matter whatever you say. Like if right. you feel whatever, and then it became like. Well, my belief is that vaccines cause autism. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, well, I can't argue with you now. Yeah, we've said it. It's it's the victimization thing, too, where all you have to do is cry victim. And if you're criticized, you're basically saying you're really going to criticize the victim of this. Right. That happened today on The View. The, this actor or this model had a nude photo <laughs> real released. Real quick, real um, well, I, 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 I Just real quick, what makes <laughs> me laugh is it just makes it the way you said that. Makes it sound like you were just catching the view. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that, He's sitting at home in, what, it, it, in a row with rollers. God, I, fu- I fucking wish, dude. <laughs> I, I you know, know that, how much happier I'd be I know. if that was my day. Just I know. Just like it. watching the view with rollers in my hair and a fucking robe. Dude, the image of women oh and rollers. God, and just this fucking guy. <laughs> this again, de Blasio, come like, on. I, I know it was probably an, an internet story yeah, and it trended it, and everything, yeah. but I do love that you're just a daily viewer who's just always. <laughs> Ever fresh, and you'll never believe what happened on Good Morning America <laughs> before. I, I tuned six to ten a.m. I get all four hours of my time. So what happened? I got my though? TV guide. There's ready. this. Uh, yeah. There's this model, and her basically she was being exploited. Somebody hacked and hacked her and had nude photos, and was blackmailing her. And she decided to be empowering to just release the photos herself on Twitter. Whatever, it's fine. And uh, and basically, Whoopi Goldberg was like. Hey, yeah, listen, in the internet age, you know, like you're 19 years old or you're 21 years old. Yeah. And uh, you shouldn't be aware that, you know, these things can happen. So maybe don't post nude pictures of yourself and stuff like that. And this woman like Instagram stored herself crying because she's supposed to come on The View, I guess, like later. She's like, I'm going to cancel my interview with The View because I can't believe you would criticize me. It's a, I'm a victim of this, and you're just criticized. And, and then, then all of a sudden, you know it's complete horseshit when you escalate to the children. She's like, you're sending a terrible message to young women out there everywhere, and right. I don't know how to explain it to children that. And I'm like, you're so full of shit, and you can't call her on it because if you do, she starts crying, and she claims victim. Yeah. No, so I it's know. Like, I mean, it's like, yeah, it, no one's saying that it was cool for him to hack you, but there's also preventative measures you can take it's like if i walked around in a bad neighborhood with just hundreds of bills falling out of my pocket if someone robbed me yeah it's not legal or okay for them to do that but at the same time there are legal you you can take measures to protect yourself from things happening i'm confused so there was a uh the model had her accounts hacked and a man threatened uh like um 
not blackmail. blackball, blackmail. Yeah. Blackmail, give me X amount of money, yeah, or else basically. I throw these up. And she goes, eh, fuck you. I put, and then she just put them up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. She, Kaiser Sosage, fuck that. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I understand where that comes from, and yeah, I, I actually kind of respect me, that. Me too. Like, I, yeah, they, I just did that. Yeah. Huh? Radiohead just did that with what? With their album? With nude photos? Yeah, no, <laughs> no one wants to. No one wants to. I don't want to see Tom York's weird York, yeah. skeletal dick. He definitely has a weird one. Well, not to get too off topic, but Radiohead. Uh, somebody was like, "I have all these old outtakes from OK Computer, and if you don't give me ten thousand dollars or whatever, I'm gonna release him." And they were like, "Okay, like we'll release him." Next week for charity. It was just outtakes. It's like, we're not ashamed well, of them. That one's a little, I, that's funny, but that's obviously way less like, yeah. unless their outtakes are like, well, they're as harsh like as. him saying the N word. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing though. Yeah, like, you, just, you just got to grab him by the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> outtakes can be dangerous now. But there's a whole thing. So you sent it to me first. What's that thing called? Like Snopes or something that, sh- that they. I've you, heard of that. Yeah, you no. heard that like the Louis thing before it happened. Like, oh they're, they're, yeah. Like uh, blind items. Blind items. So basically there's one that everybody's saying it's well, Seinfeld. Blind items again. Basically, it's like when Louis, like six months before Louis' thing happened, they're like a very well-known okay. comedian who's known as an artor uh, might have done some things, and some stories are going to come likes out. Very, to, they basically to, like someone yeah. can publish it without naming names, and then being without having to basically be sued for libel and then or it, anything. And like then, it, but it allows the reader or, or viewer of the the Snopes headline to, to put two and two together and try to or guess not who Snopes, it is. Blind item. It's called. Blind yeah. item. Uh, well, one's, there's one that everybody's speculating is Seinfeld. What's that? And they're basically like a very megastar, well-known comedian who insists on working clean. How do you know it's and, not me? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> the first four words of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> just comedian. You just need a just comedian. Um, no. uh, like, I guess there's like a videotape or something or like so audio recording. So he insists recording. on working clean and... Th- that's how they describe them. They always do it that way to where they're not saying Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. but they're basically hinting heavily that it's Jerry Seinfeld. And it can't be the other known clean comedian. Brian Regan. No, Cosby, because he's in prison. So oh, yeah. uh, that would be the only other person who would be like a megastar comedian who works in clean. I mean, Regan's big, but I don't want to say no, he's, he's a megastar. Yeah, Regan's um, not a megastar. Uh, so, no disrespect. Yeah, so that yeah. like that, basically there's some sort of like audio of, of Seinfeld probably saying something terrible and they just said there's an audio recording of him saying something terrible or did they yeah. say it was sexist but, or racist or nothing they just said something really bad I would guess what do you guess racist well, sexist so something he sexist. didn't he marry his girl his when he was on Seinfeld in his 30s his, he was his dating a 17 17 year old, year old. That was a big he, news story yeah and then he married her right no. Okay, that's not the same person he that's married. Okay, never mind. Uh, so that was one thing. So he could, he might be a little sexual deviant here, uh-huh. and no one really knows. So maybe he said something like, "Yeah, I like them when they're 17 or so." You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Like he might have had a comment like that or something. Um, I don't know. Or you know, maybe he said the N word. I don't know. God, you know how hard it is. Gonna, it's going to be to cancel Seinfeld. Like that shit's on all just the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you're not allowed to admit. Like all of us in this room and everybody listening to this have all said something terrible at one point, even if it was meant to be funny and not funny, or just I said something out. The words I said out loud were really bad. But and you have to understand the context. This this last weekend, I was at karaoke at a birthday party. And it was one of those karaoke rooms that you rent and it's all private. And right. someone played I Believe I Can Fly. And there's like seven microphones around the room and everybody's singing the song. So I just basically picked up the microphone. I was like, I like 17-year-old girls. <laughs> I like to pee on them. Like I was just talking like that underneath the song whenever there's a... And I thought it was hilarious, but everybody was staring at me. But yeah. if you just have a video of me with a microphone going, I love to pee on 14-year-old yeah. girls. You know what I mean? So He was telling us the whole time. 
Yeah, so I just mean that like everybody has said something terrible. So I, what I hate about it is the faux, the phoniness of it. Like uh, the, the video uh, audio might leak in the next six months of Seinfeld saying something terrible, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh my God, who would ever?" I'm like, everybody has, okay? Yeah, everybody. You're you are right that I definitely agree with you that, but that that relates to just the idea that when someone is brought into the 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 public square for mm-hmm. their public flogging, yeah. The people who are yelling the most are, you are, like you said, it's inherently hypocritical yeah. because there's no way. And then it always, this this idea you're talking about always bears out when like there are like people who are the, the lead activist on a thing or like the most well-known fighter for a cause. Yeah. Then will have their own fall from grace. Yeah. Because they get some shit about them leaks. Yeah. And makes their image imperfect. Yeah. Whereas if it was just like, yeah, no, I've definitely said stuff that's bad, and I regret, and I yeah. know that. It's also it wouldn't be like, as big of an it's issue. It's not a huge indi- in- indication of your character either. Like, no, no, the it's FBI not. released this thing about Martin Luther King. This, did you guys hear this story? No, this is bananas. This is crazy, and this didn't come out either by the media because I don't think anybody has the balls to try to cancel Martin Luther King. No one has the until balls to try today. <laughs> this See, is a- just right now. I just fucking just <laughs> did one. How many an episode do you think I have <laughs> that could just lead to me being the worst person? I just said we probably should cancel MLK. Yeah. Uh, so there's all those the FBI surveyed him uh, completely fucked up by the way and they found out like he cheated on his wife and stuff they found out affairs that was already leaked but yeah. apparently what leaked the, like this past week was that uh, the FBI said that um, Martin Luther King walked into a room and his friend was raping a woman and he just laughed and then left Two boy so apparently Martin Luther King witnessed a rape and was like ha, hilarious and then walked away <laughs> oh jeez um, and uh, now there's so many things you can say about this. Like, did the is the FBI lying? It seems weird to try to kill the character I, of him now. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Like that, if that story came out back then, you know, it would make sense. So, like, yeah. I don't really see the motive in, in lying. Yeah, what are you uh, trying to protect now? Yeah, like, exactly. Unless you're super racist and that's just your but goal. But I just don't think when, the FBI as a, as a whole bureau wait, has wait, that. When did they release that alleged story? Like, recently? Yeah, in the last, like, seven seven days or so 10 days and they but was it a document from the sixth yeah 60s? so basically what they do I, honestly they, that is really relevant because they, i think i'm not the most informed person on I mean, yeah obviously i'm not an mlk expert but um it's probably worth mentioning that he was the target of the government's ire and yeah they definitely yeah. would have fed misinformation to oh, totally. fuck up yeah. his image yeah totally in an attempt to um protect. but that's that's why i wonder like I definitely agree with you, and that's definitely true. And I'm just wondering if that was the case, why would they... So it's the Freedom of Information Act that after a certain amount of years, stuff becomes declassified, and it just depends on how, you know, if it still could damage... Right. You know, so some stuff will just never come out. Like, a lot of the Kennedy assassination shit will never come out. Right. Um, Wait, it won't? Why not? No, it won't. Like, seriously, they did... Because that's what people... Well, well, Donald Trump literally... What if um, I made the request? Donald Trump literally (laughs) said that... (laughs) One of the things Trump said when uh, when he was running was, like, I'm going to release the JFK stuff. And he tried, by base. the way. Uh, and he they did release a whole bunch. They did declassify a whole bunch of documents, but none of it was, like, anything big. But there's still shit that's still classified. So, you know, what's in those? <laughs> I know. That's um, got to be so... 
does Trump have access to it? Like, can he just be like, that I'm going to take a lunch break and read that the I, most secret documents that I Kennedy. that I don't know. I don't know how the, like the checks and balances. It's going to be like Kennedy was an alien <laughs> <laughs> and he overtook the country and we had to shoot him. Yeah, yeah, he was. That's not like the human. only thing that makes sense. So anyway, one of these dumps, and the thing about these dumps is the reason why a lot of times it doesn't make news is because they don't really announce it. They're not like, step right up. We're releasing all these things. They just kind of dump a bunch of information, and it's up for people to go read all of it to and find the shit. And deliberately do it on um, on news days that are busy or on like a hot Friday holiday. Friday at 5 p.m. Friday at 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah. or on um, like a day of the Super Bowl or something. Yeah. Like we yeah. should just keep an eye on the government, what they released on yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is about it is going back to the original point is like just because Seinfeld said a terrible thing doesn't mean he's a terrible person. If this is oh, true about, let's see what he said. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, just 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 because he said something is well, not. Well, what if but, he goes, "I raped a kid yesterday, January tenth, two thousand eighteen." But the thing is, is that's not that's not him saying something. That's him doing something. There's right. a difference. Him saying I raped somebody isn't what anybody's upset about. It's that he actually did it. That's right. a fair. I uh, see what you're saying. My point like, is, is like if someone just says something that's bad. Okay. Yes. It's not necessarily a huge indication of their character. Sure. Yeah. I mean, unless they say something completely unredeemable, but even that is like, I mean, it would be really, it would have to be really bad. Yeah. Um, so it's just him going, just going, this Kramer stand-up set's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a video of him laughing at it. My he's friend's the, great. He's in the back. He's like, I wrote a tag that. That was me. <laughs> I wrote that tag. I gave him that tag. <laughs> he's got a fork. And I wrote that tag. Oh, boy. Don't um, worry. I didn't say anything. I know. I know. <laughs> That's as far as my Kramer impression goes. <laughs> Oh, man. He's the like, first one. Martin Luther King, if this story is true, is he a bad person? All the good that he did? Is he I a mean, bad person? Bad. But I Because that's really bad. That's really bad. I think the thing that... Uh, I think stuff like that should be um, should be told to people. Because I think people need to realize that, like, you're heroes. And just because... Like, if some, somebody can be a horrible person that can watch somebody get raped and go, ha, ha. And also do like a great thing and galvanize a bunch of people to a good cause. Those those aren't mutually exclusive. Yeah, it can. And it's I, also like dangers of like the worshiping idols and like yeah. you can't prop up somebody. Right. Like look what we did to Louis. We propped him up. The New York Times was like, this guy's the most brilliant human being on the planet. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like they went out extra hard on him to yeah. take him back down. Like you can't do that with people. You can't prop them up to be these fucking. Yeah. demigods or whatever and then all of a sudden find out that you didn't like something about him and then all of a sudden he puts you in a terrible situation yeah I, I mean we do we've been doing it forever and I don't know I don't know why someone is I, like a great person just because they can pretend to be a, a yeah. fucking astronaut or they're, right. they're a know. funny person or stand up comedian right. or like they, I think it just relates to like we think I think in general society people think celebrities are cut from a different cloth yeah, yeah. they're just in there's just well, we think successful people are good somehow. Right. Like we, there's something about successful. We're we're just so interested in successful people, and we just because I think most people just want to go. How did they do it? Yeah. How did they do it? They it, must be amazing. It, it all just feels like someone had an idea, worked hard, or maybe got crazy lucky, or just both. Yeah. It's yeah. not like I mean, you're, that's true. It's not like. Oh, Jeff Bezos has been a genius since he was age three. Like there was kids in his class that were probably smarter than him. Yeah, there yeah. was. You know, he's obviously not an idiot. I mean, but but that's the thing you hear. Like anytime somebody goes like, um, 
yeah, so-and-so got this or they're successful or, yeah. and he's a really nice guy. She's a really nice person. Yeah. And it's like, what? Why the, Why does that have to be part of it? I it's, get why it has to be part of it. It's weird that, like, too, that's in the back th- of their mind of, like, they want them to be good people. Yeah. Like, they're like, man, do you think Robbie Downer Jr. is a nice guy? I really like Robert Downey Jr. You think he's a nice dude? Do you think he's cool to people? And it's like, he's like anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's people who work at Target who are assholes. Yeah, the manager. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, no. Like, you know, so they don't, if you give that person billions of, or millions of dollars in, in fame, and is it going to make them nicer? I mean, it's people- just like, it kind of, like, depends on who you are before mm-hmm. it all happens, too. I mean, it can definitely change people, but right. No, I haven't been changed. Christian might have been changed <laughs> by his fame. People want to believe in justice. I think that's the thing. People want to believe in like good people get good stuff. And yes, I have been changed by my internet. <laughs> Should thing. we talk about that, Christian? Today, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's so it's, dude, it's, it's, it's worth mentioning beyond. It's not just like oh, Christian. Uh, Christian, which by the way, <laughs> happy birthday! Yeah. Oh, thank you. I can't believe oh. it took us. Half an hour into the podcast to say that it's Christian Duran's forty-sixth birthday. Today. Thank you so much. It's been a great forty-six. And I only no. plan on living another two. Thirty-three, you know, right? Thirty-three. Thirty-three, baby. You know, Jesus here. Jesus oh, here, is that baby. It? That's the Jesus here. Oh yeah. It's not the year Jesus died. That's just it's, the year where you're like, I'm gonna be Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It started with my tweet today. Yeah. yeah Christian had a tweet today that uh, went to the front page of Reddit, which yes. I know it sounds petty to be like, oh, you had a thing go to the front page of Reddit. You have to understand that that's like a top 10 website in the yeah. world. So it actually yeah. is fucking well, kind of cool. It's just a joke you wrote. It's weird. A manager of a comedy club <laughs> like messaged me what? to like congratulate me. It was that's like hilarious. Dude, a you're manager on the of a page. New York comedy club? Uh, Connecticut. Oh, okay. And he was like, dude, you're on the front page of Reddit. And I was like, oh, that's bizarre. I was like, is that a, like a credit? He's like, it should be. <laughs> uh, it is. It. It's harder to do that than it is fucking most of the other shit yeah <laughs> it's weird i just it was one of those ones that i was just like all right let me put it up dude i kill on black people twitter like <laughs> <laughs> that's a just so people know black people twitter is, is a subreddit it's a subreddit it's also black people twitter is also like a unofficial segment of twitter but the yes. reddit thread is called black people twitter yeah where there's just basically it's mostly just funny jokes written by well black people black people or yeah. people who or can screen relate, as black yeah yeah or you it's just like you can relate to it. I don't know. I didn't really know. Yeah, how but to I don't. I think it. like the user is like there's white people Twitter. And yeah, the user is almost. It's always a white guy or white yeah, girl. Yeah, exactly. So so yeah. anyway, I posted a couple things on there, and they've gotten like some a pretty good amount of you know upvotes and all this stuff. So I posted this one today, and it like it started off pretty. You know, started off as like hundred, and I was like, oh cool, it's going up. I I turned off notify me for comments like of course yeah because I, I was like i don't even want to know yeah if there's then, like 20 it's an if there's more than one it's annoying yeah exactly and so, there's always some dickhead yeah I know. <sighs> this one was actually pretty good i didn't well i like, had a video that everybody said everything was good except for like two people said negative yeah. shit and i was sarah was so upset and that's all that. you were fixated about <laughs> of course right? how it, can it, you not be yeah. two like two two hundred people are like this is funny this guy's great and then one person's like mm, she's I, not for me i'm yeah. actually like <laughs> i don't care that's so funny because i don't want to change the subject but in that video yeah. of my stand-up clip there was one person visible in the audience who wasn't laughing and somebody made a comment like oh you couldn't get that girl laughing it's like i don't i know i'm funny i don't need that woman <laughs> being you know funny I mean? like, isn't you know getting 100 success rate on but, every yeah. audience member on yeah. every joke tag but do you know how insane you'd have to be to be like but that woman didn't like me wow how empty dude yeah you're, you're i had a good set why do i need that woman to like me yeah. uh, jim, anyway going back to this tweet no, but jim norton 
talks about that all the time where he'll go uh he'll say because it, that one person like that one negative comment or that one person doesn't laugh is like because they confirm everything you think about yourself <laughs> like all the negative thing you think He's about like, yourself you're like well they know like yeah. everybody else i fooled but they they know the truth that i'm like a really a fraud or that whatever. this isn't all true yeah and that exactly these ideas yeah. i've done a hundred yeah. times and that they suck yeah. they not, not that i'm some sort of edgy comedian but you also don't want to be for everybody you know what i mean yeah. you want to have some some resistance somewhere to right. no to, just because it means you're saying it doesn't ha- and yeah it doesn't you could be a clean comedian and not be for everybody yeah, and that's great yeah. Yeah. For the record, it's not just... It's, it's like a, your point of view of your joke could not be up their alley. There's a person yeah. who would watch... Brian Regan, one of the funniest comedians on earth. He works clean. There's a person who would watch him and just think he sucks. Yeah. And I think yeah. they're completely wrong, but... Yeah. There's a person who looks at Starry Night and goes, this is a piece of shit painting. Yeah, that person's me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking good painting. Fuck that painting, bro. Um, but <laughs> you are... Uh, to finish your um, oh, yeah. kind of boring story. So you posted yeah. it. <laughs> really, <laughs> it really, really was. You, no, no, I invited That's Christian I like, to tell. How am I going to fucking finish this? So you posted this. Way. You posted this and it got like 30,000 upvotes. Well, it's a yeah. funny joke that it, maybe we should even just talk about the joke because it's very funny idea. I don't remember what I said. Well, we were riffing... Uh, oh, now he's trying to act so cool. Yeah, like, I'm oh, just really a genius <laughs> we, were, we were riffing in the group tech because it's Christian's birthday today yes and about all the people on facebook who like post the donation thing like in lieu of gifts yeah. for me please donate to yeah. this cause and we were talking yeah. about how stupid it is basically like don't first of all don't act like i was gonna get you something <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that's so presumptuous if so you, now it's yeah. great because i feel like it's like whitmer's trying to like grab on the coattails well, no, this <laughs> is, like this, i don't know i kind of helped but this is what no, we were talking about and this yeah. is what we were all riffing about know, and christian had a hilarious thing because it was his birthday i was setting up his joke <laughs> I, know, I was being a dick okay yeah. I've, clearly uh, no <laughs> um, now it's been uh, built it, up too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, we're talking about like it's like so shitty that I donate money and you're in a, you get credit for the donation, right. but it's my yeah. money. Like fuck you. And then Christian tweeted, "I said don't don't uh, this year don't donate to a charity. Just send me gifts because those charities are open every day. <laughs> this shit is only once a year. Like, <laughs> fucking help me out. Yeah, it was really funny. It's so like, I tweeted that and then I put it on Blackbird Twitter. It started." It started getting some traction, but then there's like once I hit like seven thousand, it started like really getting steam. So once you get that, it's like it's over. Once it gets to the front page, it like blows up like yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, it's a virus. It, it's yeah. insane. <laughs> it, literally, uh, millions of people get it to see yeah. that. Actually, I mean, they, yeah. possibly. And then like it's so funny because I was I was texting you guys like once it hits like a certain barrier. Like, they sent me an invitation to be in a private group in Reddit, <laughs> which is so insane. It's such, like, a fake elite thing. I know. It's the most I hollow know. elite thing. But the funniest thing about it, this is how that obsessed Jordan so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Jordan Rainbow, I can just tell by the tone of his text, I, I think uh, he's legitimately a little hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you're. that's funny. Is Jordan that. has 15 accounts. He's posting <laughs> shit on all these different accounts. He's trying so hard to get all this <laughs> He's trying so hard. He's like, dude, don't comment on this one with this username because they don't fucking connect him. So you gotta use this username with I, it. Like I gotta, I gotta, I do gotta come clean. I do the same thing. Of for course, the record. we all So do. I don't okay. want to. It, it, I'm just yeah. saying. It just, I, it's like Jordan's very competitive. Yeah, I know. What you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he even texted me before this. But I mean, Christian, <laughs> Christian has breathed rarefied air. Yeah. Well, okay. So what they, is it like? So they send you a thing. It's like you've been invited to the Eternity Club. 
It's oh literally what God. it's called. It's called the Eternity Club, Eternity, right? Eternity, E-T? E-T-E-R-N-I-T-Y. I hope I spelled that right. Uh, anyway, so then- It sounds like a strip club. It literally sounds Eternity like Club. <laughs> so it's like, I, don't even, I didn't even look at it. I was just like, that's funny. So I, I just kept, you know, I was at work and then all the, you know, like 15 minutes later, they're like, your post has gotten this high. He's like, now you're, you're in a- uh, you've been invited to a subreddit literally called the popular kids or like so like <laughs> <laughs> it's literally called these names the are meant to kids. hurt Jordan's feelings yeah. for not having it he's the like but I'm a popular kid and there's like a chat that you get invited to like a, di- a special discord room that you have to verify this is so are you gonna talk joking. about though I don't this know what, what, hilarious. Are you, what are you gonna talk about with any of these people honestly one time I posted a thing and it did kind of well on yeah. the internet <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of it was just like <laughs> video game shit it's like you're just know. talking I just to the browse it for you're a second. just chatting with the charlie bit me kid yeah he's like congrats on going viral <laughs> yeah it was just so it was it was really silly i it's, saw it i just thought it was silly. it's so funny because it's like this and it's to me it's like the most hollow yeah fake arcade token but that's what all reddit success, is though. so to speak the value honestly the value isn't like oh i'm in the reddit cool kids club or whatever it's yeah. called the value is this joke you wrote got to be seen by hundreds of thousands of people and maybe some of those people end up following you and becoming an actual fan and maybe come to a show yeah. that's the value the value yeah. isn't oh my god i now have twenty four thousand points right. upvote points on reddit yeah who gives a fuck that's Th- not gonna that, be in your tombstone that's the thing the, the, the also what's the other thing next to karma it's like coins or something Pe- reddit gold Silver. you can, yeah, get, like, you can what, get awarded gold who, for what what is it like somebody it's just, like a currency it, that doesn't matter it's not even a currency somebody just pays to give you a little gold that says like this is a cool funny or good yeah. post so that's the thing like it's i was looking on reddit and they're like this is probably a couple months ago and i noticed there's like a reddit premium and i just clicked on it and it's like you get a thousand gold when you join i'm like yeah who fucking cares it, but it's that Losers. it's basically just a video game like when someone buys this but not even because that's a game like but when someone buys like a specific diamond sword in yeah. your character in warcraft yeah. You can buy. But it's a fake sword. They don't have more influence, right? Like if you have all these gold coins, you don't get like I don't think so. privileges of like rank. I don't know. I think Christian has right? more influence in this room. Like I yeah. listen to him more. I'm pretty deferential. <laughs> but I'm like the whole podcast. I'm like I don't know, man. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> but no. that's like I'm wondering is like if that's the case, then I see why it's valuable. But other than that, it just seems like it's just it's just stupid. To me, this is such a um, a microcosm of like actual fame and i think i was talking about this before because it's it's just it's such a it's so true like to me like all this shit is like it's all opinion based and then like you you make something that people like and then you get invited to all the nice restaurants in la and all the agents (laughs) want to talk to you and all this bullshit that means nothing you get a meeting yeah and like i've heard so like i love like studying hollywood stories and stuff Mm -hmm. so like i heard neil brennan talk about when half baked came out like Mm -hmm. They were the youngest people to get like a movie deal. Like it doesn't happen, right? And then Half Baked came out, it bombed, and like literally oh, one of did? the produ- yeah one oh. of the producers like went came up to or Neil Brennan came up to one of the producers who's Neil Brennan's one of the writers of Half Baked. He went up to one of the producers on Half Baked at a party after it came out, and the producers just like looked at him and pretended that he didn't know him. Yeah, and just walked away. Yeah, dude. He wow. was like, oh who. Sorry, have we met? And he just like fucking walked away. That's and just, they had interacted like I don't know a bunch of times. Yeah, or something. and that's all this is. It's all like 
all this like stupid all that shit that we're trying to do like trying to be famous comedians it's like yeah it's all based on this like nonsense i i think it's something i've heard one of my favorite songwriters talk about and uh his name's win butler of arcade fire sorry whitmer but his (laughs) point is it's a good point where he's just like because they had a recent album that got panned yeah and it's the first time in his artistic career he had an album that got panned he actually had been an indie beloved darling yeah one of the most beloved records of all time of the 2000s, honestly. Like, that's not an over-the-top sentence. Yeah. And three other ones that were every... Generally, critically, was like, no, they get... And this one got panned, and his point was like, I mean, it's all wind. Everything is (laughs) just wind. Right. Like, it just hits your face, and it keeps going. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's good. Some people are going to think it's great, and those are the people I made it for. That, and myself, he'd yeah. Make, and my Adam, Adam Sandler said something similar to that about how he stopped listening to all critics like years and years. He's like, they said Billy Madison wasn't good, and everybody would hate it. Yeah, fucking you one know, of and it's like and it's, comedies and he, of my yeah, life. And he wasn't saying it to be like bragging, but he's just yeah. like, I just don't. Ca- I, I've stopped listening after Billy Madison. Basically, he's yeah. like, I. Fe- he he just chased probably his own you know artistic uh, or comedic impulses rather than being. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. And it's like, that doesn't mean that he didn't make anything bad or anything. It just, I just think that you shouldn't listen to the good or the bad when it comes to the critic stuff. Yeah. And it's like when you're new, like, I, yeah. like, you know, if I were, if I, well, Christian has an album coming out and he's going to record in July. It's shit. Like, I've like, heard it. It's <laughs> shitty. <laughs> but like, if you get reviews for this album, you're going to want to hear it naturally because it's a new thing to you. Yeah. But I think like a healthier thing to do. Um, when you get established is to just not listen to any of it. Here's what I also think about Adam Sandler saying, like, I got to stop listening to, or I stopped listening to critics. It's because he's Adam Sandler and he just had better stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm a guy, I don't got anything better to do. Right. Like, yeah. not, I got hours to, <laughs> I got, <laughs> to read what, What'd you yeah. say about me? I'll, <laughs> you didn't like it? All right, I'm going to fucking look through every post you've ever had. Right. Mm-hmm. I got do nothing, you think, I got but do you on. think that if you just had a bunch of money, and you were you felt like what you made was good. Would you even give a fuck? Uh, if you're speaking like afraid of uh, like outside you, of jokes, if I really believe, no, I think this is really good. Yeah. No, I genuinely, I honestly believe, and I know it's the correct response, but I really think I wouldn't give a fuck if I really, really believed in something. Yeah, and um, thought it was funny or or particularly good. Or, yeah, if I thought something was good and it got bad reviews and it was like a. Commer- financial commercial success and people were like oh that was awesome i wouldn't care but if it was if it bombed and got bad reviews i'd yeah. be like let me see what happened yeah <laughs> it's know? a failure yeah. you'd probably know it at that point though. yeah but like, even still like there are movies that did not do well critically or true. commercially that are Come more back. relevant today oh, than yeah. a lot of shit i mean billy madison's kind of i don't know how it did commercially i'm I mean, sure, I'm sure it, probably it did, did well fine. he wanted to keep I, getting yeah to make movies. i'm sure but i mean some of these movies oh like oh sorry not really half baked he mentioned yeah. half baked was one of those movies that it right. bombed and got panned by the critics and then it became a cult classic and everybody fucking loved yeah. it and yeah. that's what led to Chappelle show and everything yeah that might even have something to do with like at the time Chappelle wasn't the fucking guy he was obviously yeah. very successful i mean he got a movie and he was right. the main one of the main stars but that might even have to do with like kind of revisionist history or like, oh shit, this guy is brilliant. So then people realized and went back like, oh, it was good. Now that he like had more yeah. social cachet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That that influenced how it became right. a cult classic. Yeah, it's funny because being a critic is such a douchey thing and it's also like 
you, you your review standing the test of time is never going to be good because you have only three choices on either you perfectly sum up the movie it sucked and it bombed and no one will ever bring up your review again or two you think the movie sucked and you wrote a terrible review and then it became huge yeah. and every time someone reads your review of it they mock you <laughs> yeah right. or you called it right and you just said the godfather was dope and then it was dope but then even then no one right. really cares but so often yeah. so like you're you're like as a success rate of a critic it's like you know, it's never good. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's kind of a miserable job. I don't understand the people who do it. Uh, there's one film critic who probably still holds up in terms of like movie history, which is like Pauline Kael, uh-huh. who is a, a film critic in the 60s, 70s, probably. But she was like, she was the one who called, like, she called The Godfather. She called, like, uh, yeah. Martin Scorsese and all these people. Like, yeah. she was like, when uh, and Brian De Palma was like one of her people, like she yeah. loved all these guys before they were big, yeah. and like when people when all their works were like misunderstood, she was the single voice who like picked a weird movie and actually made it kind of popular. Yeah, one of the things it's, uh, it's kind of cool in the uh, Rewatchables podcast I mentioned earlier is they read Roger Ebert's review of the movie. Yeah, so they talk about the movie like you know twenty five years later. So the Dead Poets Society was one of them, and they literally Roger Ebert destroyed that movie. Really said it sucked. He, yeah. he, he was like Robin Williams uses this as a comedic platform just to be funny, and it doesn't need to be here. Basically saying they could have could have cut Robin Williams out of the movie, and I'm like, then it's the saddest shittiest movie ever. Like yeah. like it's such a dumb take. He got he got some he got a lot of them right like towards like the mid 90s and stuff i agreed with him on a lot of stuff in like the yeah. 90s or like 2000s but yeah he was a he was a failed screenwriter yeah he wrote one movie one roger corman movie and oh, it was one of those like exploitation like big tits in cincinnati kind of movies yeah and um busty girls kind of movie and then he wrote it and it sucked and it bombed and then he started writing film reviews. so it's inherently comedic that the most uh critic with the most authority wrote a movie that was sounds like kind of tacky schlocky like, yeah schlocky like, oh with chicks with big boobs yeah you're like i mean that's awesome actually but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean he you know that's very interesting are- you know i was thinking of you know i was thinking about today and it kind of relates to our general you know movie discussion and how things have changed in time i was thinking about how um the movie Birth of a Nation, the re- the original one that came out in 1915. I looked it up yeah. earlier today. Uh, for people who don't know, it was like kind of the first movie that made gobs of cash. I it this is true online. The it said it made like a hundred million dollars in 1915 yeah. money. So don't not that's not inflation. It made a yeah. hundred million dollars in 1915. So yeah. that's. By all means, bonkers. That's bonkers, and that's the first like blockbuster that showed yeah. how much money could be in this stuff. But also, that was the only movie playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but still for months. Yeah. So like, and that so it was like, oh, so that's it's Avengers, and who were yeah. the fucking protagonists of it? The KKK. It's a KKK. KKK the yeah. Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So like the fucking their superhero Avengers was white supremacists. Yeah. It just made me be like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just so like, oh racist. man, our country is so like the most 
and popular movie was could you imagine and the quote the, the quote from the i'm sorry no you know i'm done pretty much the quote from the president i think it was woodrow wilson at okay. the time the quote from the president was he saw it and he goes it was like writing history in lightning <laughs> like, <laughs> so it movie with blackface it's and, just one of those inherent <laughs> reminders that like God damn, we've got some fucked up past, and yeah. it's not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's really, you know. and this this was like, and it's uh, it stands as an example that like, you know, not to, but like the the white supremacist roots of our country. It isn't just uh, institutions like the government or like you know school system. It's that's artistic too. That's an example of an, a different sphere that I don't know if we associate as much. I think we're a little more aware now, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's also funny because, like, usually the art artist people are the more progressive people of the society, generally speaking. Generally, yeah. And, like, this, like, liberal artist <laughs> made this fucking racist-ass movie. Yeah, I know. So that just probably means that it was way worse, <laughs> like, in, like, the Deep South and well, shit. Well, uh, God, I forgot the guy's name. D.W. Griffith. D.W. Griffith, yes, yeah, thank you. The director of film. So he, uh, so he made this movie, and uh, it was so racist and stuff, but the... The, the, the thing is, it's like cinematically, it was groundbreaking. Oh, the, that's the problem. That's with what the movie. I was reading about. Is like it is do was did do stuff no yeah. other movie did before with like the musical score and it'd be synchronizing like, yeah the action with the music and it'd be like if Inception had all the special effects it did, but it also had a lot of blackface. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, wow. At one point, you're like, I mean, <laughs> it it was awesome, but really I, troubling. You're, yeah, you're like, you know, Christopher Nolan knows his way around a camera, but, <laughs> but like, I just wish he would have made it about <laughs> funny cops or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Just so, use that talent. So he was so. I, I think he was embarrassed by the movie in terms of that. D.W. Yeah. So he made. Oh, a really? Movie. He made a movie called Intolerance, which is about. I, I believe it's about an interracial thing. That might even still be a little racist, but it was like about an Asian woman and a white man or something like that falling in love. Um, and this was like in the 20s, I believe. And if you look up like AFI's like top movies of all time, that is the one they put on instead of Birth of a Nation. Really? Because they kind of have to like acknowledge that. You kind of can't put Yeah, that. you can't put that one, but you got to acknowledge D.W. Griffith. Yeah, although that's an interesting discussion is you know as it's not like a point i stand beside but it's worth discussing like would birth of a nation which is undeniably you know a racist uh movie for what it did for film i'm not the film guy but we could would it belong on it anyway it's almost like does Cobbs be well, still remain on a it's greatest a comedian list it's a i think that stuff is all like i said before it's like the martin luther king thing it's all a document of human history and it's yeah. like important so as soon as you take all that stuff out you're actually we're actually learning less about human nature and what man is like capable you know of. i don't think yeah, that's right you like, know what i it made me the cosby thing because I remember seeing a list, and this is the list was. You th I think you know what I'm going to say. The list was after the um, after the allegations allegations were revealed, and revealed like all of. So uh, I remember like the Rolling Stone list got updated, and Cosby went from number two to like number fourteen, <laughs> yeah. which is way worse than either leaving him there or taking him off completely. Because right. yeah. it's like you're equating well, like you know, well. fifty two <laughs> sexual well, no fifty two rapes. That's like leave. twelve spots. <laughs> you're like no, yeah, either man. he's off or he's on. You don't get to just be like right. a, you yeah. know. 
Well, now now he's worse. It's, than, it's, now he's worse than Dana Carvey or whatever. <laughs> or whoever. If he didn't rape anybody, he's funnier than Dana Carvey. Yeah. But now that he rapes somebody, he's unfunnier. <laughs> if he had thirty, he'd be number eight. And if he had, it's a weird thing because like I get the instinct of like wanting to be like, let's not give this guy credit. But the point that you're talking about is like we're learning less. It's like. Um, it's the like Huck Finn trying to take the N word out of the book. It's yeah. like you, you like I understand why the N word is offensive, but I think the character Huck Finn wants that word in the book. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like a window into the history of that time period. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we can sanitize it, but doesn't that kind of like take away from the struggle? Actually, right? Like there's, there's like a lot of history that like I was actually just trying to get this guy's name. Uh, his name was Donald Hollowell. He was a, yeah. a civil rights lawyer in like the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And there's a case where he was in like the South and like Jim Crow. And there was a case where this black guy who didn't do it at all was accused of like raping this white woman. She clearly lied. Yeah. And he basically shows up as the defendant and like got him off in like 15 minutes. Like literally that's how egregious the case was. But the judge. Even, even in like the 50s or 60s. Yeah. Like in the judge though, um, what, since he was like one of the only black lawyers down there, the judge. Uh, turned his chair around because the rule was if you were a black lawyer that you were allowed to be a lawyer but the judge didn't want to be disrespected by seeing him in his courtroom That's so crazy yeah. and i'm like dude that was 19 that was someone's grandfather dude yeah. you how far does that go away with each generation you know, you know what i mean like that's still in there you know what's like, funny is as you said that i like rolled my eyes like that would help <laughs> like i was like oh my god these you know what i mean like that's where it's 1960s like 1960s racist judges get over yourself <laughs> but yeah no you're all right but that's like that's evil like that's Purely. the only way you could sum that up as evil like that's yeah. not something like you're literally like this human being is, is so beneath me i'm he's not even worth looking at so i will hear his story because I technically have to and I'm a judge but I won't look at him that's yeah. fucking that's, that's fucking like nuts. fucking 60 years ago the only <laughs> time it. you should not look at a black person when they're in front of you is on the X Factor and you haven't yet turned your chair around <laughs> <laughs> and you're like I want to hear yeah. the voice Very yeah. good. but you don't even know what skin color they Very are good. you landed gracefully I was yeah, like what is I was, he gonna say? I was like where is this, <laughs> this going is, this, is, this is gonna be an ODM <laughs> moment for the yeah. ages <laughs> it just turned into a mediocre joke <laughs> a mediocre X Factor joke <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to say what something. Were you gonna, I think you were going to say something probably thoughtful, uh, and I no, crowded I the mic to do that bullshit. Something about Lenny Riefenstahl, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Who's that? She was, uh, again, the same kind of thing as D.W. Griffith. Amazing filmmaker, documentary filmmaker. Um, but she just happened to make documentaries about Nazis, <laughs> and they were kind of pro. Look, yeah. she had a take. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like she's equated, she's like generally considered a great filmmaker she just happened to make really great films about nazi propaganda right yeah well the the fucking nazis who made this fucking rockets were really smart yeah exactly I mean, yeah we're not gonna take away from their fucking math because right 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 yeah. so it's just like it, yeah. you can take stuff from her as long you know you don't need to take everything I, I went to school with this kid, and he actually died in a car accident. It was pretty sad. But he had one of the funniest lines ever. Yeah. So we were in a history class. His name was Chapman. He was a short kid with red hair. And the teacher was talking about Hitler, but she was trying to explain Hitler's uh, taking over Germany. And she sounded like she was complimenting him. He was like, well, Hitler was a very effective public speaker. He's very charismatic. And then Chapman, <laughs> he just goes, 
Yeah, he also had a shit fetish. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard those rumors or not, but he goes, he also had a shit fetish, and she stopped and looked at him, and, he, and he, I swear to God, he goes, yeah, he's not so great anymore, is he? <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, wow. he nailed that, and he got kicked out of class. But holy shit, man, that that's was so funny. That is so funny, man. Chapman, R.I.P., man. Yeah, man, that's, that's so sad. That, wow. But um, there's something even sweet to hear, like, you remember... Yo, specifically like that line one, was fucking hilarious. Well, because you know it's a Maya Angelou quote that you never remember what people say, but you always remember how they made you feel. Yeah. But there's something great about no, you remembered what he said because you thought it was so funny. Yeah, yeah. I remember like it was like three years later. I saw in the newspaper and I was like, oh shit, that's the kid who said the thing about Hitler. One like one of the funniest <laughs> things <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Some girl just died from my hometown. Oh really? She died of heroin. My friend was just that like, oh, about right. I know, <laughs> yeah, Florida hometown. No, I'm, she's not even, like, the only one. Like, it's kind of a lot. Like, my friend texted me this week just to be like, yeah, happy birthday and all this stuff. And he's like, so-and-so died. And he's like, heroin's taking over Palm Bay. Oh, it's my like, God. Jesus. I didn't know it was like that. But apparently my hometown's this fucking op- opioids, opioids and fucking nonsense. It's everywhere now. That's kind of what Florida is, though. I've been saying it forever. It's like, it's just drugs. Yeah. Anytime you hear a story about anything, it's just drugs. Right. Do you think the Florida, you know, um, joke, ridicule slash hate is overblown? Uh, I mean, you're from there. You know it more. I feel like, generally speaking, there's mostly just normal people just doing their lives. I mean, but it also is that, too. Like, there's trashy people. There's, There's trashy, weird folks with, like, lots of ideas <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean that's hit. basically what happens yeah. is like a trashy person gets an idea and then they're in the paper the next day right? <laughs> <laughs> going back to, to the heroin face yeah <laughs> like mm, i could that might be good going like, back to the heroin just thing by is, the way watch out for the mic i'm moving in it yeah what's up watch out for the mic moving a lot i feel like it might be making a lot of noise well yeah dude i know but oh, i have okay. to move it when i'm moving okay i oh, now oh, i feel bad geez. for saying it because i was like <laughs> i was worried that it was in no like, it's fine Sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm sorry to you. Because you were about to make a good point. Um, we're talking about uh, heroin. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I genuinely, like, I, I always, like, when you said someone died of heroin, I'm like, Florida, right? And, of course, that's the joke everybody makes. But, like, it's actually really sad the way this is happening because Sarah just went through some health issues. And, literally, I understand why people turn to heroin now just because of the shit that she had to go through yeah. just to get anything. So, like, she, she actually has psoriatic arthritis, and, like, she goes to the doctor, and they're basically like, you're fine. You don't have anything. Here's some pills, and it's, like, fucking heavy-duty anti-inflammatory. She's yeah. still in pain. She comes back. She's like, I'm in pain. I need... And they're like, you probably just have this. Go to this doctor. They, like, send her to a dermatologist. Then they send her to this doctor. And it's, like, five or six doctors. It's like, I'm just going to go buy heroin. Like, this... You know how expensive <laughs> each one of those trips are? Yeah. Just to be fucking... And no one gives a fuck. It's all... Yeah, they don't care. And you know how many times living in New York, her doctors have just resigned and left? She has a, a, a doctor, so she'll email the doctor, hey, doctor, I'm going through this. And then she'll get a automatic response by, hi, uh, I resigned. <laughs> so she just gets a new doctor every eight months. And uh, by the way, I just decided to burn your medical records. Yeah, and it's like no one, like, and it's just insane. She literally. That's ha- a New York thing, though. I feel like yeah. doctors in other cities are so much better because oh, yeah. their life has stability. Yeah. And they're living in a house that's, yeah. you know, fairly nice. And it's probably like you have a practice and you 
have your your people who come to you and you yes. care about them and you see them over and over my again. My dad is is a doctor and he's yeah. had people who've come to him for thirty years. Like, yeah, that's like of course he's gonna be a good doctor to them. Yeah, and of course they view him as one because yeah, and then you know all of their history, so you're more likely to yeah. find something if something's wrong. Right. But yeah, she's just getting passed around, passed around, passed yeah. around. Eventually, she and it's like they the no one. Like they're like, okay, we're gonna send the prescription out to the insurance company. Then the insurance company will approve it. So the next day, Sarah calls the insurance company. Hey, the doctor said you're gonna, uh, they're gonna send you this, and you're gonna approve it. They're like, we never got it sent anything, and it's yeah. just stuck in a paperwork fucking trap. And it was, it was, it was literally a month and a half of her in chronic pain before she got the medicine she needed. Yeah, yeah, I know. A month and a half of chronic fucking pain, it's and like, stupid. it's like no wonder fucking people do shit like that. They're like, just give me some fucking oxys. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I um, it's cheaper. I I had to get like foot surgery, right? So I um, so I went to a foot specialist. I had healthcare, had pretty good healthcare and everything. So I go to the specialist, and she's like, "Oh yeah, does it hurt?" I'm like, "Yeah." And actually, I I feel like I feel like a pain sort of up my leg. So I don't know if maybe it's like on a nerve or something. Something. And then she just kind of was like, "Oh, well, the nerve guy's here today. Do you want to like do that? Like, do you want to get it tested out?" I was like. I don't know. Is it covered? Like I, that sounds weird. It just seemed like she was like, "Hey, we got a live one." Like, <laughs> like it just felt like we got a fucking sucker on the hook. Like, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, just yeah. like tossed me the nerve people, and they're like, "Ooh, yeah." Like, uh, so what do you what do you say? What do you got? And then they just they, hit a register that goes ka-ching, and they're like, oh, whoops, <laughs> whoops, <laughs> "Should have so done after." They made me take like this nerve test, and I knew I wasn't going to do it because I knew nothing was gonna was wrong there, and it was just like. And then like two months later, they gave me a bill for like. Four grand. I was like, ha, I'm not paying for this. And also, like, so I was on the phone with all these people. Like, I'm not paying for this. I'm not paying for this. I'm not paying for this. I'm not paying. I just kept going. Yeah. I'm not paying for this. I'm not paying for yeah. this. Yeah. That's what I have to do now. How did it end up? Did you, did uh, they you never. I never had to pay anything yeah. like that. It was just. And and at the end of the day, like, she made me do all these MRIs and stuff. And it just got to the point where, like, yeah, I don't really know what's going on. We we want you to go see this specialist. And I was like, all right, I'm just done. I'm just gonna yeah, live with it. I'm just gonna have this ailment now. It's a yeah. weird thing because. It's like when it's, you know, an auto mechanic who's, you know, maybe uh, working you a little bit. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's my car. That's. Yeah, but. But your fucking own body. Yeah. And uh, you're less inclined to say no to shit because it's your body. And you think they know. Yeah, yeah, you just give them the credit. Oh, they must know they're doctors. And you took an oath. I I, uh, I just got insurance this year for the first time in a long time. So in January, I went to a physical. And my insurance, you get a free physical along with it you know, yeah. every year. So I go on ZocDoc. I find a doctor that takes my insurance. I go do it. It's totally fine. All of a sudden, I get a bill for like two grand. And they're like, oh, the lab work, um, which is usually covered, but they send it to an out-of-network lab. And I was like, so? <laughs> yeah, that's their exactly. fucking problem. Yeah, like you can't tell me it's free and then say, "Oh, by the way, I sent it to the other people, so now you got to pay for it." So I was like, "I'm not paying that." And then they have a line that says "tip underscore." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I'm fucking tipping. So then they call me back and they're like, "All right, now they just want 400." And I said, "No, I'm not." <laughs> all right, all right. And now it's down. That's to- how you know it's know. bullshit. Yeah, that their literally yeah. negotiation <laughs> drops yeah. so quickly. But yeah. Now it's down to 72, and I'm still not haggling. paying it. So Dude, I'm just gonna not pay it until it goes away because it's not fair. You can't do that. So you fucking funny. That. That's so you, funny. I guarantee you though, they do it on purpose because whenever and this is true because I, when I didn't have health insurance, I went to CityMD and they ask you, "Do you have insurance?" You say, "No." They're like, "All right, it's like a hundred bucks." 
They asked Sarah, she went to CMD, do they have insurance? And she goes, yeah. And they just start running up the bill because they know the insurance companies. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's almost like if you have something that, if your deductible is really high, uh-huh. which ours is insanely high, if you just have to go to a city MD for something that's going to uh-huh. cost a hundred bucks, just tell them you don't even have insurance. It's better to pay out of pocket than to have to pay $380 instead of a hundred bucks. Yeah. I went to, I was, I have asthma. Interesting. Because that goes against what you would think. Yeah. I walk into CMD, I have asthma and I was cooking the night before and I inhaled smoke and my lungs got really tight so yeah. I, I didn't have an inhaler so I just wanted to get a, prescri- a, a prescription for a new inhaler so I walk in the CMD I'm like hey I'm having trouble breathing and then that's like they have to take you first so they literally like alright all right, follow me this way they sit me in they give me a breathing treatment it's like this 15 minute long thing where you're breathing in totally fine and then afterwards they're like oh by the way do you have insurance and I go no they go ah okay well uh, we didn't ask you beforehand uh, that's usually, you know, a really expensive procedure, but we're just going to waive it because we forgot to ask you. Uh, it'll be a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm like, you really, if so I had haggling. insurance, it would have been like, oh, great. I can charge you $17,000 and then the insurance will take off it's a little all, bit. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? There's a restaurant in Kansas City called Gates. And at Gates, if the cashier forgets to say, hi, may I help you? <laughs> you get your meal free. <laughs> and so you're just hoping, you almost want to yeah. talk before they do, like... They go, Hi, uh, can I get the burn-ins on bun? You, it's it's exactly that, yeah, yeah. but fucking the highest stakes, your own health. You just got to wonder how far it's this goes like- to. Like, I, I was flying, and I literally, it was a busy airport, and they're literally like, you don't have to take off your shoes. Yeah. I'm like, that's how you know this is bullshit. Dude, yeah, exactly. Shoe bombers don't like crowds? There, was, there, there was one time yeah. what are you talking about? where I forget where I was flying out of and two, but I remember the line was humongous, and yeah. there was only one box and it was like this is crazy we're all late so there's yeah. no even a person being like hey can i get ahead I'm yeah fine. yeah yeah it's like no get in stay in the line we're all late and I, I just remember they brought out a guy uh uh like a cop looking dude with a with a german shepherd yeah and he just walked by everybody the german shepherd didn't even do that much sniffing and they go, all right, everyone's good. Everyone's good. <laughs> yeah, and then bit. you're like, all right, if this is all we need, why, why don't we you... always just do that? Yeah. Let's no scans, no whatever you're putting it on our brain. Right. Just have one German Shepherd or Golden Retriever or Bloodhound, and we're good. If that's how fast it can be, if you could sniff if there's a shoe in my bomb or in my ass. Those dogs are very expensive, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'll pay for it. <laughs> they get paid. <laughs> Yeah, it's that you know it's all made up. It's just like an illusion to make it seem like they're yeah. checking. Because if they look like they're checking, then no one's right. gonna. Everybody's gonna yeah. be too afraid to bring whatever it is. It's all bullshit. And then they post stuff on. I don't know if you've noticed on their Instagram. I mean, I don't follow it, but I've been told the TSA has an Instagram where they literally just take pictures of stuff that they've confiscated and not allowed on airplanes just to keep it up. They're like pocket yeah. knife, you know, like they're, they're gonna do something. It, yeah, and it just makes it look like they're finding all of these people who. Right. Are, it's like that guy's pocket knife. Was he really about to go hijack the plane? or was that just an accident but right. no you got it good for you like right yeah it's so funny going it's back to the shit. doctor thing where it's like oh like my knee hurts it's like all right fucking how much you got on you like it's <laughs> stupid that's <laughs> uh, funny you made a point i remember because uh, you had a story and i don't want to blow your spot up but you you got arrested oh yeah um i and just told brett this fuck okay. we got to talk about this story another time yeah, yeah. because it's long. it's a long story and it's fucking great but you got you got arrested just the, the brief guys i want to make a separate point yeah. of it basically suspended drive, drive, license. Drive, yeah driving with a suspended license yeah and that's good you got that yeah in yeah there. i don't yeah. want to say i don't yeah. want anybody to like what the fuck <laughs> all right and next week we'll tell the story <laughs> uh, i know i know it really hurt you hurt someone yeah. <laughs> and uh we have them here with us today but like we witnessed like homeless people do stuff all the time that like shit on a 
car fucking <laughs> a cop yeah. car hood. Oh, I and it's because they don't have anything. You yeah. can't arrest them. They don't have money. They don't have money. So it's like if Christian didn't pay for his registration, he gets to go to jail. If a homeless person pisses on a cop car, like no one can do anything because you can't yeah. take anything away from. Him. Right. So he has no money. So they just let him do whatever he wants. Yeah, right. I was saying. So if, the if, ultimate freedom is kind of being homeless. Yeah, like, no one can do anything unless you murder somebody. Like you're. You, that's the only rule. That's really. Next time you see a homeless guy on the train, go, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, just go, must be nice. You, yeah. don't, you don't know how lucky you got it, sir. Yeah, yeah well, that was my point. It's like if you're jer- if you're a homeless guy jerking off on a cop car, they're going to be like, yeah, hey, get out of here. But if you're yeah, doing it with it like five bucks in your pocket, they're like, yeah, get in the back. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the joke. I'm trying to remember because you had a joke about it. Yeah, you remember David, David DeVito? David DeVito. He, he used to do the paralog, but he had this really funny joke about like how his uh, doctor... He had some kind of surgery or some kind of medical thing, and they charged him $100,000. He got a $100,000 bill, and he was like, you should just make it a million, because I'm not going to pay it. <laughs> it gives a fuck. <laughs> it's kind of funny when you get to that high. You're like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine, like, uh, he went to the emergency room. He broke his hand, and he literally, like, in the emergency room was like, I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't have any money. And then he went to the front and they're like, it's literally like 12 grand. He's like, I don't have any money. They're like, do you have any proof? And he like showed her like his bank account. And he, they, she looked at it and she goes, all right, it'd be like $80. <laughs> like they, they, they went down like by 700%. So even if you get rich, what you're saying is have a screenshot of yeah. your doctored B- Bank of America account yeah. with like right. 20 bucks in it. Sure. Yeah. It's just insane. God yeah. forbid you ever like, like if you, uh, even if you have insurance, if you feel like you're, get an Uber, don't take an ambulance because that's automatically 25K. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I heard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just fucking insane. I remember, I do remember uh, when I was in high school and I was at the gym, 24-hour fitness, and I injured my knee really bad. I was doing box jumps and I fucking landed on my knee and it dug in and it created a cliff of skin. Oh, and Jesus. it ended up being uh, 24... Uh, stitches, but uh, I called. I like walked to the front desk with just his bloody knee, like just bleeding profusely, and I was like, "Hey, I'm like for sure injured." And they're like, "Oh, okay. Uh, do you want to call the nine one one?" And I go, "Let me call home first. And my dad uh, answers, and uh, I go, "Dad, I'm at twenty four hour fitness. I think I just really, really badly injured my knee." Um, and he goes, "Oh, okay." Are you okay? And I said, Yeah, I'm really bleeding a lot. And then I said, I, I think I'm going to call an ambulance. And he goes, No, do not call the ambulance. And then he proceeded to finish his workout on the elliptical and then come get me because it was 30 minutes later oh, wow. and we're like a 12 minute drive. Oh wow! It's oh, a classic God. Dr. Mike Rabel move. He's like, I, I want to get my pump in too, motherfucker. Did he ask you like on a scale of one to ten how how bad is it? Hurt? I don't know. I don't remember. He, he just has that. that dad intuition. He's like, I heard his tone. He's, he's got a half hour. I knew I was gonna <laughs> live. Like, yeah. But anyway, guys, I think we gotta wrap it up there. Wrap uh, it up. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. It was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll be back next week to talk about Bye. Christian getting arrested. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right, guys. Have a good one. Peace. I like that mic skill.